you know. But despite the elements, which we really need, we can't complain. We really need what we're getting. But I'm glad to see you guys filling the space up. This is going to be a beautiful day. It's a great exhibit. If you haven't had a chance to walk through and see the story of Lead Belly, please do. We have a couple rooms. There's a room to the back if you haven't gotten that far yet with some other other great works. Also some works by uh, Blind Lemon Jefferson as well, some people that were inspired by, by Lead Belly's work. Um, so today, we're getting to the musical portion of it, and we're going to give you a little, a little live taste of Lead Belly, you know, um, our version of Lead Belly. And, you know, Lead, Lead Belly inspired so many musicians. The list is long, um, from Grateful Dead to the Rolling Stones, Credence Clearwater, Led Zeppelin, Kurt Cobain, uh, man, who else? I'm leaving out a bunch of people I know. But the, John the, Fogarty. John Fogarty, oh, definitely, yeah. But there's a, a long list of people who've covered his music. And so we're going to give you a little taste of that today. The first section, we're going to give you a little bit more of an acoustic taste, and then sec- second, it'll be a little bit more electric. So if you're up for rocking out with us, Hang on, like get mosh pit right here and get crazy. Um, but we want, you know, we want to give him as much love as we can, show him as much love being Led Belly as, as we can musically, because he really left his mark, you know, um, for centuries to come. You know, we can. I was listening to a m- piece of music yesterday um, that I didn't even realize was his until. I checked and I was like, wait, that's Lead Belly's song. So, you know, Lead Belly's everywhere, you know, and hopefully you'll rediscover him. I'm sure most of you all are familiar with his work because I'm looking at an audience that's mature and has seen and heard many things. So I know this is nothing new to you, but we're trying to really get this to the young, young people who I don't see, <laughs> but I know they'll be here because our residents. And there we go. Our residency starts, and we're, our focus is teaching them about this great man, his work, and his music. Um, so without me talking anymore, oh, I do see one young one right there. Yeah, we got the baby young. He's going to get it all. I'd like to introduce to you Mr. Greg Wright, very, very accomplished blues guitarist. In fact, in this month's issue of Vintage Guitars, if I'm not mistaken. All right? If you turn to page 25, boom, a big old picture of this man standing there holding his guitar, doing his thing at the House of Blues. So I'm honored that he was down to be a part of this. Um, when I spoke to him at first, he goes, you know, Let Billy and I got a couple things in common. And uh, he went and told me he was in Louisiana, Louisiana Hall of Fame, correct? Yes. Right, with, with Led Belly as well. So, you know, the partners, both singers, songwriters, performers. And so he's going to give you a little taste of Mr. William Huddy Led Better. Good afternoon. I'm so glad to see everybody here. Um, In spite of the weather, I know uh, Southern California, man, if if it ain't sunshine, man, people tend to stay indoors. So this is great. Uh, the first thing I'm going to play is a Lead Belly tune called Bourgeois Blues. And the reason it caught my attention is that uh, I'm what you call a military brat. My father was in the military for 35 years. And uh, his last assignment before retiring was at Andrews Air Force Base right outside of Washington, D.C. So that's where I went to junior high and high school. That's where I graduated from high school. And, you know, when you're of a certain age, you tend to think of things a certain way. 
So when I read these words to bourgeois blues, he's talking about all the Jim Crow he encounters in Washington, D.C. And I'm like, what? Because when I was growing up in Washington, it was called Chocolate City. That's right. <laughs> Still it. So this kind of came as a shock to me, like, really? Really? I mean, you know, and that, that wasn't that long before. So uh, I was really fascinated by the lyrics. So, uh, and it's kind of done in a Robert Johnson style, so I'm not going to kind of bridge the gap between the two, if you will, and uh, do this song called Bourgeois Blues. Look at here, people. Listen to me. Don't try to buy no hound down in Washington, D.C. Cause it's a bourgeois town. It's a bourgeois town. I got the bourgeois blues. Gonna spread the news around. Me and little Martha standing upstairs. I heard a white man say, don't want no Negroes up here, cause it's a bourgeois town. It's a bourgeois town. I got the bourgeois blues, don't want to be as it run. Home of the brave, land of the free. I don't want to be mistreated by no bourgeoisie in this bourgeois town. It's a bourgeois town. I got the bourgeois blues, gonna spread the news around. Them folks up in Washington, they know how. Throw a colored man a nickel just to see him bow in this bourgeois town. In this bourgeois town. Bourgeois blues gonna spread the news around. Tell all the colored folks listening to me, don't try to buy no home down in Washington, D.C. Cause it's a bourgeois town. Oh, this is a bourgeois town. The bourgeois blues gonna spread the news around. The, the lyrics to that song just blew my mind. I was like, what? Washington? <laughs> and we got a black president. 
this this next song is uh was actually popularized by the rock group Led Zeppelin. Some people would say plagiarized. <laughs> fine line. But we'll, yeah, <laughs> very 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 fine line. Uh, it's called Gallows Pole. And what uh, Led Belly talks about is uh, back in the day, uh, if people didn't, if you were in jail and people didn't have the money to pay your way out or bail you out, that that was it for you. So, uh, and he just happened to notice that uh, in the song, he talks about the first guy to go to the gal's pole is what he calls a colored man. It's nice to know things have changed. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so I'm going to do my own interpretation of this song because uh, Lead Belly's key is like just way off for me, so I have to adapt it to how my voice is. Father, did you bring me silver? Father, did you bring me gold? Tell me what you brought me here, Father. Son, I brought you silver, brought you some of gold, brought you everything I could to keep you from the gallows pole. To keep you from the gallows pole. Bring me silver, mother. Did you bring me gold? Tell me what you brought me to me, dear mother, to keep me from the gallows pole. What did you bring me? To keep me from the gallows pole. Son, I brought some silver. Son, I brought some gold. Son, I brought you everything to keep you from the gallows pole. I see my wife coming. Oh, wife, did you bring me silver? Wife, did you bring me gold? Tell me what you brought me to my dear wife to keep me from the gallows pole. What did you bring me to keep me from the gallows pole? 
brought you some silver, brought you some gold, brought you everything to keep you from the gallows pole. talks about his best friend, or who he thought was his best friend. Shake his hand, a smile on his face. But he finds out it really ain't his best friend. Friend, did you bring me silver? Friend, did you bring me gold? Tell me what you brought me to for my friend. I didn't bring no silver, I didn't bring no gold, didn't bring you anything, I came to watch you at the gallows pole, came to watch you from the gallows pole. I never perform with glasses. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a show in here before either. <laughs> Music show. So it's day of many first. <laughs> I kind of like it. song messed both of us up. We heard the Johnny Cash version of it. Oh my God. Never been the same since. <laughs> Led Belly wrote it, but Johnny Cash did a whole other thing to it, boy. <laughs> I got goats. I got sheep. I got hogs, I got cows, I got no livestock, I got all livestock. The depot agent let the train on by. I thank you, 
said I thank you oh, rock on the line it's a mighty good road rock on the line it's a mighty good road rock on the line it's a mighty good road Tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Yonder come a Miss Rose, how in the world do you know? Well, I know about Abram and the dress she wore, umbrella on the shoulder, piece of paper in her hand. Well, I heard her tell the Colonel, turn her loose of my man, let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special shine an ever-loving light on me. Up in the morning, that big bell ring. You go marching to the table, you meet the same old thing. And nothing fork on the table, ain't nothing in my pain. And if you say a thing about it, you're in trouble with the man. Let the midnight special. 
shine a light on me. Midnight special, shine a ever loving light on me. If you ever go to Houston, boy, you better walk right. And better not squabble, and you better not fight. Benson Crocker will arrest you. Jimmy Boone will take you down. You can bet your bottom dollar that you sugar land bound. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special shine a ever loving light on me. Well, jumping little Judy, she's a mighty fine girl. She brought jumping to the whole round world. Dad started me to grieving. Hollering and crying, and it started me to thinking about a great long time. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special shine a ever loving light on me. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special shine a ever loving light on me. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special shine a ever loving light on me. song, uh, this is another one of these songs that had a rock and roll interpretation. It's called House of the Rising Sun. I was quite surprised to find that actually the original version is quite different. Because oh, yeah. everybody thinks of House of the Rising Sun, you know. The Animals. And one other band I did Whatever mention earlier. <laughs> 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 Nothing like it. <laughs> There is a house in New Orleans They call the rising sun And it's been the ruin of many poor girls And God, I know you're one I've done like my mama said I would not be here today So being young and foolish and Let a gambler lead me astray
go tell my baby sister don't do what I have done shun that house down in New Orleans they call the rising sun I'm going back to New Orleans my race is almost done I'm going back to New Orleans to live in that rising sun And in case you just walked in you're listening to the fabulous sounds of Greg Wright Uh, oh, yeah, me, Marcus Miller. <laughs> Mr. Marcus Miller. subject of influence (laughs) I'm going to do an original composition that actually it's actually based on uh, the influence of Lead Belly and Robert Johnson and uh it's just kind of a carryover from these things that uh, I actually didn't realize it until I kind of dug into it a little bit. But uh, this is a song I wrote. It's called Between Heaven and Hell. One minute I'm up, the next one down. I feel just like a yo-yo, never quite touching the ground. Total elation, complete despair. When you ride a roller coaster, you never seem to get nowhere. It's so hard to tell when you're caught between heaven and hell Which way to go when you're caught between heaven and hell Oh yeah There's a beast in the heart of a man 
But I've got strength and kindness No, I do what I can Some kind of sinner Sometimes escapes In a fight to save my soul It's a war between pleasure and pain It's so hard to tell When you're caught between heaven and hell Which way do I go? Cause I'm caught between heaven and hell. Oh yeah. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes down. I feel just like a yo-yo, never quite touching the ground. Total elation, complete despair. When you ride this roller coaster, you never seem to get nowhere. It's so hard to tell when you live between heaven and hell. Which way is the road when you're caught between heaven and hell? Just a little uh, tip of the hat to the ancestors, so to speak. It's all in the tradition, baby. All the tradition, that's right. Good night. 
first set. We're going to take a little break. We have some important information to share with you, so please don't leave this room. Don't, don't, uh, come back. <laughs> come back. It's very important that you hear what Miss Amitis Motivelli has to say to you, all right? It may change your life. It may change others' lives, all right? It will definitely impact some young people's lives, <coughs> so it's very important. Ami, take the mic. Please give her a hand, the executive director of William Grant Still Arts Center. Welcome to executive. Just, just <laughs> director. Hi. Hi, everybody. Thank you for coming out, even though it's raining. It's a, it's, a, it's a difficult day to get out in, but we really appreciate it. I want to first introduce you to Toussaint. Toussaint Louverture, who's right outside in our mural, but I figured this gentleman is up here with me, so I should definitely introduce you to him. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about this series. This series uh, started six years ago with Charles Mingus. And what we did was we had a collection of records by uh, Albin Kimbo, and we decided to create an entire uh, education program. So we started to teach music through the music of Charles Mingus, which was extremely difficult, but our teachers did it. In particular, we have one extraordinarily brilliant teacher here present, two of them present actually, but Marcus Miller, who, um, who's really instrumental in a lot of what we do. And Eris Pierce is here, too. Uh, I saw her just a second ago. But a couple of our teachers are here. Probably, yes, and more will come if you get a chance just to talk to them and talk about how they actually make this happen. Because we are teaching music to children who sometimes have never actually picked up an instrument in their life. And so this becomes the very first time. And then some children come to us with a lot of training and, uh, and uh, you know, a lot of background. So that combination becomes really interesting. I just uh, wanted to let you know about that, you know, the background of this six years ago that it started. And each year it gets more and more interesting. And each year we partner up with Mr. Alden Kimbrough, whose collection is really extraordinary. And I always say he lets me go and uh, dig in through all of his archives and pull stuff out and play with it, and it's really, really, really an honor to be able to do that. I also wanted to tell you a little bit about something else that's going on in our neighborhood. There's a hotel, I don't know if you guys have seen, maybe on your way here, the Orange Hotel, it's called Adams Garden Inn, and it's uh, on the corner of Rimpau and Adams, which is actually, if you look through our app 